0: At two at <laughs> oh here we go at seven twenty two and thirty five seconds in the p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Broadcasting live to tape from the friendly confines of the home studio office here in parts unknown, South Jersey, USA. It's the movie review show, episode two hundred and sixty three, a I would say a landmark episode in that uh, we're not talking about any one movie, and I do have. I, I should should tell you that. I mean, I plan on recording a few podcasts right here tonight, and so I'm going to try and keep this to under t- under 15 minutes. But they're going to they're going to be coming fast and furious tonight. I'm going to do at least three, maybe four uh, episodes of the movie review show as we get kind of caught up and we get kind of. It's kind of a reset moment in the in the in the long and treasured history of the show. As I'm sitting here in my my you know my quite to be honest with you, my lovely office, and I you know I, could it be better? What it, it's you always think about what could be better in your life, and so that's such a dangerous kind of sick game to play, right? Like you're just like the wanting. Uh, listen to the new <sighs> the new came out. Uh, I guess was it last year. Jesus is it, Was it last April th- th- When uh, David Berman died Listen to Purple Mountains Purple Mountains uh, The end The first song The end of all wanting Is all I've been wanting It's a great lyric It's a great album Folks in the pantheon Of unlistenable episodes I'm sure this one Will rank high and As will the next couple uh, But we press on And And uh, the point of this episode specifically, I should say I'm enjoying myself. It's a lovely evening here at 7.24 and 31 seconds in the PM now in South Jersey Parts Unknown. Uh, It's a lovely evening. The weather cannot be uh, better. um, I'm home alone with the children here, so I have a bit of a free uh, recording um, space, recording atmosphere. I'm not doing it too late at night. I am having a cocktail. I'm enjoying a um, Jim Beam and diet ginger ale. That's probably to some people would be like that's sounds horrible, but uh, uh, to me it's quite delightful. And um, it had been the first time I kind of got the kids down to sleep um by myself in a while, and. Even though I'm with them all the time now, it it was a bit challenging because I haven't done it in a while. Uh, Because we're all home. My wife is always taking care of the, uh, especially the little baby, the the, uh, almost one-year-old, the baby. But I got them both down, and they're both sleeping sound. I got the monitor going for the little baby. He could wake up at any second now and, and totally throw this whole thing off the rails. This this is again a special episode of the movie review show and I am Jeff your host you're, you're, uh we should just you know we should establish that uh, here now 263 episodes I'm sure we, if you if you if you're keeping score at home you know who I am uh cinephile I think other other uh, names for things that end in file and the first one that came to my mind was not a good one cinephile what is another one that has file that's that's not the, the bad one that ends in file? Um, man, there's got to be other, other things besides Cinefile and the other one. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about yet, good. I'm going to call this episode The Great Restructuring. And I was also going to, for some reason, uh, do a mass kids Movie because I've watched a lot of kids movie movies recently, then I've kind of watched them to the to completion most of them, and I have a gist for. I I counted six. There's probably more, because uh, you know we're home <laughs> and um, watching a lot of kids movies with my daughter, five year old daughter, so. I I felt like I should at least give my thoughts on some of the some of the recent kids movies, and you know both, mainstream popular and, and also a few obscure ones that uh, are hits in our household. And, but I, I thought, you know, I'll, 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 try and knock those out. I'm trying to kind of, kind of come up with a game plan here uh, for how to do this show and record this show moving forward. Cause it's been very sporadic. And I, and I don't like that it's been sporadic. I'd, I'd rather it be uh, more consistent, obviously, Uh And I think I'm going to just try and aim to do one movie per show. And if the episodes are five minutes long, they're five minutes long. If I get five minutes to record something real quick, uh, it'll be five minutes long. And that'll be it. And for the kids' movies especially, I don't think I need to say a lot. And the other big thing here, we're going to get into the whole, what what do I mean by the great restructuring? I haven't even talked about that yet. We'll get to that. But another big part of this show is kind of, this is the, I, I i'm i'm abandoning sh- i'm jumping ship from uh my my main website uh, which is my america that's uh www.myamerica.ca. it's a canadian website folks it's american content i i assure you even though it's the i uh, got the dot ca Amera.ca. so that's that was kind of the play on that it's great it's you know I'm proud of the URL and and nabbing that URL and I'm going to keep using that website to house kind of everything I've done artistically in my life. I've been a part of and, um, but as far as the movies.myamerica, which I've uh, is a, is a a website that will still a a URL that will still work and exist and have something there. I won't be updating that in anymore and, and I will be abandoning and officially fully for the last time I've flirted with this the last dozen or so episodes plus probably the last 50 episodes I've been flirting with the abandoning the uh scoring system because I think it's kind of fucked up right now and today episode 263 the great restructuring is restructuring or why does restructuring not feel like words restruct restructuring um yeah, I don't know why I felt like it wasn't a word. <laughs> of course, it's a word. You dumb dumb. Uh, we're we're kind of restructuring the scores, and we're I'm going to be talking about a handful of movie, maybe a handful of movies today. Uh, they're all going to get referenced here, and they're gonna all, they're gonna be a reference point for them because they, these are the ones that are noteworthy for they the original score that I gave them is uh, changing. Here, I'm just just gonna say right now. I'm just changing the score. They might be they, these also might be movies of note that I'm going to uh, revisit at some point and uh, re-watch and re re review. Okay. And I'm trying to think right now. I'm just getting this my shit together here because I just did another thing. Okay. Okay. So. Um, I can't. <laughs> oh shit! All right, here we go. One second. Okay, this will just give us a um, broad outline of uh, what we're going to talk about here. Because I'm going i mean, I've, I've changed the scores here as we're going to the new scoring system. And there, are, there will also be a new bumper to the end of the sh- end of the program because I don't want to keep mentioning the website. So I'm gonna just insert a stock uh, pre-recorded bumper, if you will, uh, uh, postscript, which will say the URL. But film for life dot That's film the number four life dot And uh that will be i'll do a little kind of uh, musical stinger ad adver- advert advertisement Uh and it'll, it'll be uh, uh, at the end of the end of the show okay and uh it'll be posted at every it be just just a quick kind of like that web that's the new website I'm, I'm i'm for better or for worse i'm sticking with that stupid platform and and that website and that url that's gonna be where I house everything. That's gonna be where I house all the reviews, and we're abandoning everything that I've mentioned up now. the The three hundred and was it thirteen movies, 14, 15 movies, uh, that I've talked about in the past. Uh, what is it three hundred? This is the three hundred twelve. Is that is that right? Three hundred twelve. I feel like that's that's wrong, but all right. Um. Yeah, I feel like that's. I think it's three hundred fourteen. Anyway, I didn't post the Back to the Future. Uh, I so uh, whatever. It's over three hundred movies. Um. All the scores. Starting with episode, (laughs) this gets so confusing, and I know it's. And I don't want it to be confusing. I really, I really do not want it to be confusing. I'm not trying to be uh intentionally uh, obtu- obtuse obtuse uh starting with episode um whatever mid midsummer the mid uh which one was that midsummer i can figure this out pretty quickly two hundred and thirty six and actually it's really more like two hundred and um even though even the, even to the 100s 100 and i think like in the, in the 90s when i started doing the written reviews i started kind of like placing them in a little bit better um framework in terms of the new scoring system that i'm using and that is what we're, we're going to use moving forward and that's just well that's just what it is that's just i'm, I'm sorry to say but like you know it's kind of negates a lot of the stuff and i just posted the um and i'm going to be posting the archives with these caveats that sometimes we are going to have to talk about how these my original uh podcast review was pretty off base and i don't think that way now and i've changed the scoring system and now they're getting a different score but like that's sort of how a movie movie review should work you should you grow as a person you shouldn't be locked in to these opinions necessarily because you're going to rewatch something and gain a different perspective and you're going to think about things a different way and life is going to change and that's going to change how you think about movies and that's, it's all cyclical and I want, to, I want to keep it cyclical and I want to make it feel organic as much as possible and the idea of this is to have the blog at filmforlife.weebly.com function as such in so much as, yeah, these are the episodes and I'm not going to alter the history of the show, but the um, the old episodes are going to get posted for the first time as new reviews because I've never written written reviews for a lot of the first 100, and almost 200, 150, 200 uh, uh, movies that I've reviewed. I, I've never, I've written nothing in terms of just like text. So a lot of the, what happens at filmforlife.weebly.com is the um, textual written side of, of uh, critiquing. And I'm not going to go crazy thinking about what I I thought of those. You know what I thought of the movies. I'm, so that my reviews are going to be very of the moment as I post them here in 2020, and they're just going to kind of reference the movie as much as I need to reference the movie. And I'm going to re-listen to my oftentimes the the first hundred reviews are very short. Thank God, uh, podcasts are very bad. As, as this is bad the show never this really has, the show really has not improved. i'm not saying it has it's improved at all it hasn't it's just this thing that i've done that i keep doing for some reason it's going on it's actually i look the first review was posted in uh 2020 i'm sorry 2015 so it's five five years almost it was, it was april 2015 so it's now it's may so it's it's over a little over five years Which is crazy because there's a whole other part of this, which I'll get to in another episode, which is there's a, the pre-2015 reviews, which I should just throw out. But for some reason, I've kept them. I have wrote a lot of reviews before 2015. I think it was around it was in 2009 to 2015. There's probably 30 or 40. And I recorded some stuff, but it was mostly text. And it's not I don't think it's anywhere right now. I've deleted it from the internet, but I've, I've kept it offline. And I might repost some of that, which seems bad. But I also want to be just, I want to be kind of give this context of someone who's growing as a movie goer, as a movie watcher, and a movie lover. Uh, it's a journey. It's an imperfect journey as I am an imperfect person. And I, you know, like I just said, I i, I posted the on the uh, blog today, The Brood, which is a 1979 David Cronenberg movie I I'm certain that if I and I gave it a nine even though I think I gave it a seven something on my original score and so I I, I just did a notation that said look I, I need to rewatch the whole Cronenberg filmography and I plan on it I have a whole I can open a whole another can of worms with this episode about um, all the movies I plan to watch I've got like 150 movies lined up that I'm just gonna try and bang out and I've got a whole uh director focus thing i'm just gonna go through I'm still working my way through the peter greenaway things um and a bunch of other directors that i want to get to and i'm trying to get to them oh, it's there's so many freaking movies it's like you want to watch and i don't want to just watch the good stuff i want to watch to me the art form that is film is How do, I, how do i how do i say this the, the art the art form that i'm interested in in critiquing is both the the highest level and also the lowest level people doing it without kind of who shouldn't be doing it necessarily and that makes you think of like me doing a podcast it's like i shouldn't be doing a podcast right now or ever and i'm doing it but and so so like that the idea of just like doing things and you shouldn't be doing them it's also really intriguing to me so when I watch movies, I try and I try and run the gamut of what I what I watch. And I'm just watching right now a movie called *The Little Ark*, which will I will review soon, possibly tonight if I get to it. That will be very special because I'm sure I will finish this beverage and I'll, I'll be really uh, roaring to go at that point. It might actually sound better. I might hit a plateau where I kind of level out uh, in terms of coherence. That that can happen. Not not all the time, mind you, but it can happen. Uh, and I really should get to what I'm, what I'm trying to talk about here which is the restructuring. And I'm just going to do a rapid fire rundown of the movies that have a significant score change from their original review. We're going to go we're going to go top to bottom and then we're going to get the hell out of here with this episode of the movie review show. Okay? There are four movies. I'm sorry, check that my counting was wrong uh three movies that I designated as all-time classics that were previously not listed as such on their original podcast score they are Denise Denis Villeneuve (laughs) I can never say his name and I've go back and listen to I've I've, I think I've reviewed all of his movies and I should do a director focus on him uh where I kind of compile his ranking I've not done that yet but Denis Villeneuve, the, new, the fantastic director of movies such as Blade Runner twenty forty nine, which did not move up in the ranks, that's still a maybe classic. Uh, but the one that I did put up as the as a classic that he, of of his, I wanted I wanted to recognize one of his movies as a classic because I think he's a an auteur who is going to probably have a lot of these movies when I again critique them in 20 years or in two years or in five years, uh, we'll probably have a lot of movies and end up in my all time classics kind of ranking. So I moved up arrival. I think that's his best movie to date and he deserves it in that same regard. I, the only, the other two movies that, that I've noted as all time classics that are going to go into the all time classics ranking at film for Com are, um, Yorgos Lanthi- Lanthimo, another name that I never can com- do, but the uh, the lobster, the lobster is I think Yorgos Lanthimos. Uh, I'm bad with names, sober or not or, or drunk, it doesn't matter. I'm just not good with pronouncing um, international names. Uh, I'll, I'll nail them, the next guys though because they, they're 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 uh, they're American. I can kind of I know that I know how to pronounce their name. The lobster is uh, I think uh, Yorgos' best movie. Although I did battle with that one, the favorite is is should be is probably a classic. I have it as one of the classic question mark episode, uh, movies. So I, he he's one of my all he's one of my, my he's one of my all time faves, and uh, him him and Denis Denis and Yorgos. I, I I'm on first name basis with them, so that's why I, I'm using the first name. Also, they're Slightly easier to pronounce than the last names. Um, both just amazing filmmakers. Everything they do, you you have to you know if if there are movie theaters to go see movies in in the summer and beyond, those are the among the very short list of directors which I would say you have to go see in the in the theater uh, and, uh, of of current young uh, directors. Uh, you know, Robert Eagers Ari Aster, uh, Aster, <laughs> Hereditary, Midsummer, and of course uh, Agers, uh, who I already have the Lighthouse. I have the Lighthouse and Hereditary from those two guys in my all-time classics. I would say I would put Rick out, Al- Rick Alverson, up there. I have, the, I have the Mountain was my number one movie of the year last year as an all-time classic. I think he's a he's a must-see director, uh, and I ho- I plan to get, get getting to uh, uh, putting a page together on all of these guys at the website where you can kind of uh, uh, see their up-to-date rankings of, of their whole filmography. All the greats, you know, hopefully eventually will be up there. Um, I put up Phantom Thread as an all-time classic and, and, the, and uh, the Master from PTA. I think I didn't make a note to talk about them, but they're up there. So the next tier is the classics, question mark? This is the tier where, where I'm not sure if they're classics. I'm probably... Probably they are, but uh, you know I'm kind of uh, hedging my bet or, uh, uh, for whatever reason. And then there are some movies up in this range that are, I think, obvious ones. That oh, I forgot to mention that the other the other um all time classic was Good Time by the Safety Brothers. Now I have Uncut Gems as an almost classic, uh, but it wasn't for me up uh. You know, on par with Good Time, I think Good Time is there, and I still have to rewatch their their early films, and I plan to uh, at some point. But Good Time to me is there is an all time classic. I've seen it now three four times. It's a great movie. So here here's the ad- new additions to the quote unquote maybe classic tier. And I'll start. I'll try and do this in a in a way that makes sense. I'll, okay, well, yeah, I'll try and go in like re, you know, chronolo- reverse chronological order in terms of when these movies were released. Uh, from last year, twenty nineteen, Aniara is a Swedish sci-fi movie. I think it was episode two forty nine uh, or two forty eight. One of those two. It was uh, when I did like a three part sci-fi uh, recent sci-fi movie review. Um, I think that came in f- number five. On my top ten of 2019 list, that is one uh, movie that it's, it's. I you know is it, am I ever going to consider that a classic? I don't know. That one's that one might never get to classic state, but uh, st- uh, st- uh, status. But I think it deserves the recognition as as a near classic because uh, of how unique it is, and the tone of it is, is, is so engrossing. And next up, we have Burning, which is a South Korean film. And I apologize, I don't even remember who the, uh, the name of the director of Burning. But Burning is one of these movies that it's very long, and it's stuck with me to my core uh since i watched it more uh, and I've, i watched a lot of international movies in the last couple of years and that one that one especially is, has been kind of burned a hole in me and speaking of international movies we have dogtooth dogtooth which i i didn't have which is the only other i'm sorry a, along with the favorite yorgos lanthimos's Greek, uh, Greek language, um, not his debut, but it's I think it's like his second movie or second kind of major film, feature film, uh, a a haunting film that again that one I could I could definitely see as as well as the favorite I could see both of them. I just feel like when these guys are in the middle of their career, it's sort of hard to assess. Other than like PTA, which you're sort of like for whatever reason, I think you kind of just acknowledge the classic. Level to the to those films. These other ones, I'm sort of like, why am I hedging my bet? I don't know necessarily. I'm not sure. What does it matter? Um. Nevertheless, that that got the bump up. Kelly Reichert. So Kelly Reichert is an American filmmaker, and I have reviewed a couple of her films. I think I watched a few of her movies when I was younger, and I didn't appreciate them because I watched certain women recently and that's that's she has a movie out now called first cow which I've not seen yet that came out it was supposed to come out in theaters I think like early this year and it, it of course got that got fucked up um, I'm not even sure if it's on demand or whatever but I, I do have to watch that but the movie before that she released was called certain women And I've bumped that up to the almost classics range from wherever I originally scored it, uh, because I think she's a really great filmmaker, and I'm also I will be very, very in the very near future I'm planning on on watching her entire filmography again. Because I watched a couple of her early movies, Old Joy, uh, Wendy and Lucy, and I had mixed feelings about them at the time, and I feel like I I feel like I'd be in a better headspace again. This is why we're we're doing this kind of flux system. Of being able to change the score, and that's why that we have this episode, which is the first ever non-movie-centric um, review. Not at least not any one movie. And uh, in, in 260 episodes, uh, we have never done one quite like this. But this is why we uh, keep the show moving forward, and and always and and always uh, looking. We're like a shark. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know if you heard that metaphor. Uh, I I came up with it a while ago, I just like. 'Cause like sharks, they swim. They can't swim backwards. So it's like they're always going forward and that's kinda like how I think about the show. Not that's just me. Uh okay. Two more. The Witch, Robert Eggers. I have the lighthouse as an all time classic. I saw that and I was like, This is cinema at this is why I go to the movies. Uh I didn't see The Witch in the movie theater. I th- I he, and he only has the two, the two movies. So, uh, you know, he's already pretty he's he's ahead of the game here. He's got one one all time classic and one classic question mark to his score. So he's doing very well, and I could eventually see the witch jumping up even higher. But I when I think I I think I originally gave like an eight, and I'm that was way too low. It deserves to be in that kind of. 10b classic question mark scale okay the last one david lynch's wild at heart i think i gave this an eight or a high eight or a low nine and it was just kind of outside of the range of the quote-unquote almost classics and it's not to me in the short list of the essential david lynch i know people love it but I, i can i can i can appreciate it for for people loving it and the performances of a lot of the characters and it has an energy that is just un almost kind of unmatched. I, I would say it's his most energetic film. And for that I have to recognize it as such. I don't know if I'll ever bump it up to a classic for me. I don't know if it's I'll take like an all time classic. To me it's I have five David Lynch movies in the in the all time classics. I have Twin Peaks, both Firewalk with Me and The Return. Mulholland Drive, Lost Highway, Eraserhead, and Blue Velvet. So it's never gonna jump any of those. But it's the it's the next best one. So and I and I didn't score it as such originally. So now it's in that range. Okay, so now we have the movies that are this is not I don't have a bunch to talk about here. But uh just a, just a just a couple, two, three. This is nine out of ten, solid, excellent film making, but probably not a classic. I have done this, like I said, two hundred and sixty two times, and have reviewed over three hundred films. Two of the first ten that I reviewed on the show were David Cronenberg movies that I watched back in twenty fifteen for the first time, and I was not, I was not a big Cronenberg head and I'm still not I'm still've i I've, I've seen the guy he's been always on my list to get into recently and I've never have I, I got I, I watched the brood and scanners. Scanners especially was episode 10 of this program and the brood was episode two of this program and I've just posted the brood to the website um, with a new kind of text review and, and I bump and, and with a note that I'm bumping it up kind of retroactively, to a not, I think I originally gave both of these films like a mid to high seven out of ten, and now I'm, I'm going to give them the nine score, because I think I don't. I when I watched them, I didn't. I didn't have the kind of wherewithal, uh, or the kind of the base, and, and my tastes have changed to appreciate them for what they are, and I think they are. Those m- scanners might be a cl- might be a classic, borderline classic. The brood probably not, but I, I'm going to bump them up kind of as a placeholder to a nine with the caveat that I will eventually rewatch the whole Dave Cronenberg filmography from start to finish and rank it and score them and they can move up or down accordingly. Okay. Inside Lewin Davis. Now, I don't have a lot of Coen Brothers movies reviewed on my on this podcast, than the, the thing you're listening to, um, I think there's only two or three of them. Inside Lewin Davis is the highest, I believe, the highest score. So obviously, there's, there's a lot of they have some all-time classics. Um, and inside Lewin Davis, I gave I don't know why I gave an eight or something, uh, such a low score. I it's at least a Lisa and I, it, it might be higher okay so i have to i have to do a coen brothers rewatch and then kind of reassess at some point um because they're they're uh, like they're the best the coen brothers they're kind of like you know they're, they're those guys that I, their movies are not ever challenging in in a way that I, I i i love deep in my core uh not all of them i you know i think there's there's a co- there's, there's a handful that, that get there but uh, mo- for the most part, they're just these movies that you, know, you just you just watch it and you're just like, man, that was a fucking great movie, and you just appreciate it for that. And sort of like, as, as as in the art form, it doesn't kind of reach higher than that. That's why this is, I think, kind of inside. I could see this staying at nine, even though it's I think one of their maybe close to the top five of their of their filmography. Inside Lewin Davis, and I think I gave it an eight originally, so it bumps up to a nine. Um. Okay, so we're almost done talking about because the, these are the, these are the movies I want to kind of mention. The I I moved some other movies around, but they're just not worth mentioning. Some of the lower scores I reconfigured them, and we, I can talk about how many of how many movies are in each. Because I, I, I counted how many are in each uh, tier, so I get, we can do that at the end. The only other movie actually I want to talk about is. Moving up from I think a s- low seven into the eight out of ten range is another David Lynch film, Inland Empire. I had I think is like a low seven, and it's to me it's one of those movies that it it's so it's such a hard watch, but and I don't I, and I want to like I hate myself for not loving it more because I know a lot of people love Inland Empire deeply, and there's the fidelity and i think about how like some of his other movies look and i just think about like if 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 inland empire was like the i could see another another filmography where someone made the movie a movie that looked like inland empire and it was let's just for all intents and purposes uh f- not looked and felt like inland empire and their whole their whole let's just say this imaginary director's filmography was very kind of a, kind of lo-fi you know i could see that being an all-time classic cuz they had this this whole um body of work and then that stands out as like this kind of major statement among that style and fidelity but to me it, it, it's hard to it's hard to kind of put that in the perspective i need to because of the fidelity for some of the, and just for the length, for its length. It's, it's a, it's a hard, it's a challenging work of art and it is a work of art. And I don't think I gave it a, a, enough credit for being that a work of art. So I bumped it up to the eight tier. Uh, and I don't know if I, it'll get higher than eight ever. Uh, maybe one day it'll click with me and I'll, and I'll, and it'll be my favorite Dave Lynch movie. And it'll say it's an all time classic. And then, and then we'll, we'll go for fourth from there. Um, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um I'll bear with me one second. So that's it for the that. I'll gonna quickly just as I as I mentioned. Um to write this for you. So I've reviewed three hundred and uh is it thirteen films? Where do they, how how do they break down? How many how many have I reviewed, and how many each of each of these tiers? And it's arbitrary to talk about this, but it's, to me it's it's interesting because I'm trying to keep it. I'm trying to keep a, a level head and, and perspective in terms of how to assess these, because I do take it seriously. I think I think the idea of ranking and scoring things is so. You could look at it as, as so meaningless. And it is, it's completely, <laughs> it's completely arbitrary meaningless. Who cares? But also like, you could also just, you, you, you can, it's, it's this weird circle that if you get to one end, of that way of thinking, you're almost touching the, the part of this, the other part of the circle coming from the other direction that n- understands and appreciates it for this. Just it's there's, it's very important it's, um, it's it's incredibly important so that's that's how i look at it i have 20 films listed as all time classics i have 19 listed as classics question mark and that seems about right of the 19 i would say at least a half dozen will make the jump up at some point if not more i have 46 Movies listed, and I think this is the. No, actually, let me see. I think eight, yes. Yeah, so seven. Okay, how many? Do, okay, so I have um. Forty six, nine out of tens. Forty five, eight out of tens. Again, that seems about right. Handfuls of each of those categories could jump up or down or down. Uh, you can't. You can't make the case that these movies can't be downgraded at some point uh, when I get as I as I get older. And then the vast majority, or not the vast, but the the number one populated region of these tiers is the seven out of ten, which has sixty six films. A good chunk of these films are documentaries. And it's not that I don't like documentaries. It's just that I feel like the documentary art form is. I, lo- I love documentaries, and I love I love watching. Uh, I lo- I'm just looking at this li- list right now. Uh, all these seven out of ten uh, scores. A lot of them I could rewatch today. Uh, I think there's a lot of great films here, but and they're they're all over the map. They're not just documentaries, but there are a bunch in this in this range. I feel like their, their documents are hard to score. Cause while I like watching them, I do separate them in my brain from the great narrative or cinematic works. And I just watched a Peter Greenaway YouTube video of him doing a speech and I think it was 2017 At a documentary festival where he was talking about how he doesn't see a difference between the two and how he doesn't believe he believes history is just all fiction in that because it's we're just talking. We're just we're listening to historians and they're all just human beings who are writing. So he doesn't see he doesn't see a difference between the idea of a documentary and and a narrative or feature film and and that opened my mind a lot as he, as he's wont to do as i'm as i've never noted peter greenaway head and i have to say I, the peter greenaway thing i this i must have mentioned this now on two dozen episodes about how i've been slowly working with my way through his entire oeuvre and <laughs> um it's another inside joke uh so yeah i I d- that made me rethink my how I think about documentaries because that's what he does that's he's sort of like he's he's great like that he um he's not per- you know I didn't I don't agree with all of his ideas from that talk i think it was called like new narrative structures or something like that like how, where does stewart where does storytelling go or something oh wait, actually i actually have it up oh it's called where next for storytelling so i feel to google that it's a good hour of YouTube viewing and listening for your ears and eyes. Happy to recommend that for you. We're at 40 minutes here on, th- on this recording, which is way longer than I wanted to go, trust me. But I guess I had to get this out of my system as we kind of reset things here at the movie review show. And the first, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use a, th- a lingo, uh, I use this website, lingojam.com slash fancy text deck generator. Okay, and I'm going to write the title of this episode out in that because it's not a. I want to make make it clear that it's not a. I'm not talking about any one movie, but I am going to make a note about what movies I did to kind of focus on. Re- <laughs> Reconstructing, great restructuring, restructuring. There you go. And that'll be the title of this show, and we'll have a. Randall time posting this and making sense of this (laughs) as I have to now make note of all this, all these, all the movies that I mentioned and change their score so we can, when I eventually get to posting them, I can talk about point you in the direction of this episode and talk about how their original episode audio was not, didn't line up with my thinking necessarily. Oh, it's a, it's a great fun we have here on the show. But I am going to end the show right now. And if I do have uh, my wits together, I'm going to record that um, stinger here, which you'll, for the first time, be hearing right now. And this is a very special and different episode of the movie review show of me, Jeff. I do thank you for for tuning in and sticking with it, if you did. Uh, I know it was a bit challenging. And it was not a – it was a – tricky episode and i do have a couple other new movies i want or you know newish movies uh that i just saw and want, want to review on their own and i hope we we'll do hopefully we have time to do that tonight here it's 804 and 33 seconds at p.m here on may 19th 2020 uh here in south jersey uh thanks for tuning into the program and i will probably be right back on the mic so I don't know if I'm saying goodbye right now, but in a sense, I'm not saying I'm not really saying goodbye. So.
1: Hey, guys. Hope you enjoyed that episode of the Movie Review Show. Me and your host, Jeff, just uh, on the back end here, doing a little postscript to tell you about my website, filmforlife.weebly.com. That's film, the number four, life.weebly.com. W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com. And let me tell you, folks, this is a website you're going to want to bookmark. It's got all my written reviews. It's got all my podcast reviews. It's got the rankings by tier. It's got the director focus. It's got the kids' on movie classics. And it's got the blog where I'm just going to be posting all the old kind of archive reviews as well as all the new stuff coming out. And a lot of stuff in between, you know. I, sometimes I just want to have a, a place where I can just kind of let loose and, and blog about, about movies and about life. And so uh, I do implore you to go to filmforlife.weebly.com. Thanks. Thanks.